Hello, welcome to a podcast for The Lancet Oncology, which will accompany our May 2019 issue. I'm Gavin Cleaver. I'm delighted today to be joined by Dr. C.S. Pramesh, Director of the Tata Memorial Hospital in Mumbai, India, to talk about his work on the standard of cancer care in India. Dr. Pramesh, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Entirely my pleasure. So tell us a little bit then about the Choosing Wisely campaign and uh, why you decided to undertake one specifically for India. Uh, so we heard about the Choosing Wisely campaign from the uh, U.S. and the Canada cancer campaigns. And uh, to be honest, that wasn't the first uh, one that we wanted to do. Uh, it actually initiated from a discussion that we had during the annual meeting of the National Cancer Grid, where we thought that a priority would be to have uh, a health technology assessment uh, program going in India because, uh, one, the public health expenditure in India on health is quite low. And uh, we wanted to try and make efforts to ensure that the money that was being spent was being spent well. And HTA being a fairly formidable uh, uh, initiative, we thought a natural first step would be to look look and see where we could avoid wastage rather than actually do a formal health technology assessment. And uh, that's where Choosing Wisely came in. And uh, the reason we decided to do one specifically for India is uh, because the healthcare uh, scenario in India is very different from what it is uh, in the more developed world. So most of these choosing wisely campaigns, in fact, all of them have been done in the developed world. And uh, even if you were to extrapolate some of their cancer-specific campaigns to India, it didn't seem appropriate because the the healthcare delivery system as well as the healthcare provider system in India is very different from what it is in the West and so are the challenges that face oncologists in India. So we thought that there was a real need to have uh, a choosing wisely India-specific campaign where we, were, where we would attempt and get consensus between the oncologists and the healthcare providers within India. Yeah, absolutely. So how do some of your key recommendations of the Choosing Wisely campaign uh, differ from the Choosing Wisely USA and Canada lists? Uh, So we went through a fairly systematic uh, process. Uh, uh, It's been uh, discussed in detail in some of the uh, Choosing Wisely international campaigns, uh, predominantly Australasia and uh, uh, Canada. Uh, where uh, we thought it was important to involve all the stakeholders involved in uh, cancer care in India. And what we did differently from the other Choosing Wisely campaigns was, in addition to involving the obvious stakeholders like uh, medical, surgical, and radiation oncologists, we thought it was important to get the patient's voice in. And uh, we got a couple of uh, patient advocates also into the uh, uh, task force which uh, worked on the Choosing Wisely campaign. Uh, the first step was to uh, formulate the task force uh, from uh, within India, and we had to be fairly uh, considerate of the fact that we wanted good representation from the three main oncology specialities and the patient representatives, but we also wanted an equal representation between the public and the private sector because it's uh, quite evenly spread between the public and private sector as far as oncology care in India goes. We were also uh, careful of the fact that we needed to get uh, buy-in from the major oncology associations in India, of which there are four, the uh, Indian Society of Oncology, the Indian Association of Surgical Oncology, the Association of Radiation Oncologists of India, and the Indian Society of Medical and Pediatric Oncology. So we got a 
representation from each of these four societies as well as both from the private and public sector as well as the three major specialities and the patient voice. So the first step we took was to uh, get inputs from all the task force members as to what they felt were important points to be included in the Choosing Wisely campaign. We included all the Choosing Wisely USA and the Canada points. And in addition, once this uh, list was populated, we circulated this amongst all the four uh, major oncology societies in India, as well as the members of the National Cancer Grid, and requested the members uh, to send in their recommendations to add on to this long list. So after this fairly elaborate process, we came up with a long list of 40 points which uh, uh, the individuals felt would be important to include. And we then went on to a series of uh, teleconferences between the, uh, the Choosing Wisely group where we looked at uh, what were important points to discuss uh, within the consensus process. And uh, the factors that we looked at was most importantly whether it was relevant to the Indian context, but also uh, whether the practice was fairly common in India and what the uh, opportunity cost of the uh, wasteful practice was. So between this, we got it down to a short list of uh, 26 points which we felt were important. And again, we went through a modified Delphi consensus process based on which the final list of uh, 10 choosing wisely recommended uh, uh, points were uh, finalized. Once we did this, we uh, uh, collated the evidence from literature to support the final 10 recommendations and circulated it again to the uh, four oncology associations as well as the members of the National Cancer Grid to reach consensus on whether the members felt this was important. And after this process, uh, the final list of 10 was, uh, uh, was, was, was decided. So, as well as this kind of more, as well as this more broadly tailoring recommendations to a local setting, some of the key points you identified seem to focus like quite heavily on uh, palliative care and avoiding expensive cancer treatments. So, how is how is uh, this decision particularly relevant for India? You're 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 perfectly right that uh, many of them do focus on these two points that you mentioned, and the uh, reason was quite deliberate. Uh, it's actually, uh, as you could uh, uh, guess, two distinct reasons why we felt this was important. First, palliative care is uh, kind of a neglected speciality in India, as it is in most uh, low and middle income countries. So the moment you start talking about cancer care, everybody speaks about uh, getting the most uh, the latest radiation equipment, getting the best uh, oncology drugs and the state of the art surgery. But palliative care is kind of uh, neglected. And we felt that many of the practices that we were uh, practice, uh, using in India neglected this very important aspect of uh, uh, overall cancer care. And in a country like India, where over two-thirds of patients present at pretty advanced stages of disease, this is tragic because what is more important than actual oncology care is providing them the quality palliative care that was required, and that's the reason we, uh, we made a deliberate decision to focus on that. Uh, secondly, uh, there is this wide disconnect between what is uh, the most recent cutting-edge evidence and what is practiced in India and what is feasible in India. As I mentioned earlier on, the overall public health expenditure in uh, healthcare in India is a very low 1.5%. So considering that we are a very large population with a fairly 
uh, low uh, GDP, uh, it implies that the actual cost of care that is provided from the public uh, uh, health care is pretty low. And we wanted to be certain that this is used optimally and not on the most latest uh, cutting-edge technologies that were available, or rather make sure that we got good bang for our buck. Uh, unfortunately, what happens is that we get carried away a lot by what's practiced in the West, and uh, there is a loss of wasteful expenditure in the West, and I would single out the United States as a classic example of uh, a country which spends 18% of their GDP, and, and their GDP is substantially higher than what other countries are, and their outcomes not being as good as some other countries which spent much lower, but use their resources optimally. So we felt that optimum utilization of what was already available from the government infrastructure and from the public healthcare infrastructure was important, and that is why we felt that avoiding wasteful expenditure was an important part of our choosing wisely recommendations. Yes, Dr. Pramish, uh, tell us a little bit about the National Cancer Grid of India, their contribution towards the Choosing Wisely India campaign, and the steps that were taken to promote the messages nationally, including the launch at the NCG meeting. Right. So uh, it was a very deliberate uh, attempt to uh, get in, uh, get the National Cancer Grid involved with the Choosing Wisely campaign. As I mentioned earlier, the birth of the Choosing Wisely India campaign happened with the 2017 annual meeting of the National Cancer Grid where we discussed the possibility of starting a health technology assessment program on the lines of the NICE guidelines in the UK in India, because the biggest problem in India is that the money that's being spent from public health uh, expenditure uh, may not always be the most uh, effective as far as the uh, cost effectiveness goes. And uh, we thought that the Choosing Wisely campaign would be a natural first step before we launched into a more formal Health technology assessment uh, program. And uh, part of the reason we involved the National Cancer Grid members in this was the ability to involve the majority of uh, cancer centers in India. And uh, just to bring you up to speed about what the National Cancer Grid is about, uh, this is an initiative from the Government of India, which is about uh, six and a half years old, uh, which looks at uh, standardizing cancer care across India. So currently, the National Cancer Grid stands at 170 cancer centers uh, across the length and breadth of India, which between them treat over 650,000 new cancer patients annually, which is roughly 60% of all of India's cancer burden. And therefore, the impact of anything that the cancer grid initiates is likely to be quite massive. Uh, so that was the, re the reason we ensured that we had adequate representation from the National Cancer Grid and the fact that we used some of the other uh, professional societies meant that our reach across the oncology fraternity in India was quite wide. So we went ahead and uh, finalized the uh, long list of choosing uh, uh, wisely recommendations with heavy inputs from the National Cancer Grid members. We went through the uh, modified Delphi consensus process to narrow down to the final list of 10, which was again circulated for inputs from the National Cancer Grid members. So there was buy-in from the member centers right at the get-go. And I think that is part of the reason why we feel confident that uh, several of these recommendations will actually get implemented within the National uh, Cancer Grid uh, member centers. And finally, uh, the fact that we were able to launch it during the 2019 annual meeting of the National Cancer Grid was especially uh, fortunate thanks to the support from the Lancet Oncology team, which worked overtime in uh, 
editing the final version of the manuscript and uh, enabled us to have uh, to lift the embargo just hours before the uh, NCG meeting, which helped us uh, disseminate this amongst the Configrid members and therefore help its implementation as well. So we feel fairly confident that with the support of the uh, NCG members, we will be able to uh, go much further than just listing out these recommendations, but actually be able to implement and evaluate the impact of these recommendations as well. Well, we're delighted to have the paper. It's a really uh, fascinating look into cancer care in India. Dr. Pramesh, thank you so much for your time today.